John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. Coming up, we go back to the 1980s and an electronic trio called The Nightcrawlers. They released three albums and scores of cassettes, and now those cassettes, recorded on a boombox, have been issued on vinyl and CD for the first time as the Biophonic Boombox Recordings. With an archival interview, I unearth The Nightcrawlers. Before we do that, though, I want to let you know that Echoes is a labor of love, but it's a love that still needs money to keep going. These podcasts are made available completely for free. If you like highly produced, incisive, and compelling interviews with artists and about music that you love, please help support the process so we can do even more. Go to echoes.org and become a member of the Echoes Sound Circle. We need great music more than ever. Go to echoes.org so we can keep bringing it to you. And now, let's dig into the 1980s electronic underground with the Nightcrawlers. You're hearing Echoes, and I'm John DiLiberto. Electronic music had its first real explosion in the 1970s with European artists like Tangerine Dream, Kraftwerk, Klaus Schulze, Jean-Michel Jarre, and Vangelis exploring an entirely new music born from the new technology of synthesizers. The second generation of that sound were artists like England's Mark Shreve and Ian Boddy, Michael Garrison from Oregon, and the Nightcrawlers from Philadelphia. Of all these artists, the Nightcrawlers were the most enigmatic and mysterious. You couldn't add to that mystery more than with the new collection, the Biophonic Boombox Recordings. I interviewed the Nightcrawlers extensively in the 1980s for WXPN's Diaspora program and the radio series Totally Wired. I thought I'd go back to one of those interviews when the Nightcrawlers were at the height of their impact and creativity. It takes a certain kind of personality to create the music the Nightcrawlers made in the 1980s. Peter Gulch. I would say, uh, personality-wise, you know, we're fairly laid-back, uh, spacey people, I guess. <laughs> it, you're right, it, because the music does flow from the personality and, and the mood that we're in. And, uh, I don't know, maybe some people might label us, uh, you know, severe escapists from reality or whatever, but... I think, <laughs> well, what is reality? I don't know. Those questions might all come to mind when you hear the Nightcrawlers. They performed and recorded from about 1980 to 1991, releasing three conventional LPs and dozens of self-produced cassettes. They documented numerous jam sessions held in Tom Gulch's garage using just a boombox and its built-in stereo microphone. Now, many of those cassette recordings have been collected on a new double CD and LP called the Biophonic Boombox Recordings. These informal recordings captured every synthesizer swirl as well as coughs, grunts, spoken directions, and unintentional ambiences. Uh, we've left the doors open in the studio and had, you know, crickets chirping outside when it was real hot. And we used that in a piece, actual, you know, live crickets, and then just played along with them. Thank you. 
The Nightcrawlers were brothers Tom and Peter Gulch and Dave Avant. Tom Gulch was an Air Force veteran working as a postman, and Peter Gulch was a chemist. Dave Lunt was actually working as a musician, performing with more conventional pop bands like Pretty Poison, who went on to have a hit with the song Catch Me, I'm Falling. The trio was born in South Jersey, but it was a city across the river, Philadelphia, that embraced them. They were devoted fans of space music, mainlining albums from Tangerine Dream, Klaus Schulze, Jean-Michel Jarre, and Kraftwerk. Because there wasn't much of it then, they created their own space music. They were into the notion of space music. That's Gino Wong. He was one of the disc jockeys of the progressive rock show Diaspora and the space music show Stars End at Philadelphia radio station WXPN. He also released the Nightcrawler's second album, Spacewalk, on his Atmospheres label. We first heard them at a small electronic music festival in Center City, curated by another electronic musician, Charles Cohen. It was the first time we'd heard the European electronic sound coming from our city. It felt like we were on the edge of, you know, the, the edge of creativity, you know, the edge of the curve. We, we actually were, were making this music. You know, we had actually plugged into this music and we were contributing. The Nightcrawlers had to be dragged into the light in Gina Wong. It turned out that um, they were resolutely amateur. They were not interested in, in commercial success. Peter Gulch. Well, you know, basically in the beginning, uh, we were, as you put many times yourself, we were quite content to stay in our little garage and, and just enjoy the music, you know, and play. And when they did hit the stage, they didn't exactly set the bar very high for showmanship. They would perform in the dark with a single red blinking LED. That was the extent of their showmanship. It's a break on the people that are actually playing because they can concentrate on the playing and not on, you know, where they're going to leap next or how much dancing they're going to do or what clothes they're wearing and stuff. You know, you just sit down there and play and concentrate on the music. I don't think too many people would be leaping and dancing to your music. They <laughs> <laughs> have a very strong point there. They performed at several electronic music festivals in Philadelphia, including The Oscillation Zone, Phil Electric Sound, and Transonic. And all those performances were recorded on the same boombox. Some of them are included on this collection. Nightcrawlers had tons of electronic equipment. Their list of gear takes up nearly two pages of the Biophonic Boombox CD insert, but that gear didn't travel in style. 
the, the thing that um, impressed me the most was the Volkswagen with the uh, front seat taken out to uh, accommodate gear. The Nightcrawlers themselves weren't quite in agreement on the nomenclature for their music. Dave Lund. Space. Electronic music. But Tom Gulch thought that was inaccurate. I have to say keyboard music because electronic music always conjures up images of blips and gurgling noises and stuff. I've never met anybody that when I said I play electronic music that they understood that electronic music was more than sound effects. So, you know, if you say electronic music, everybody goes, oh, well, yeah, he makes those sounds like ball bearings going across a metal plate or something. And that has nothing to do with electronic music. That's when the whole field was in its infancy. Nightcrawlers were semi-trained musicians. Both Dave Lunt and Tom Gulch claimed classical skills. Both me and Dave, we both take classical piano training. We've been doing it for a while, and we can play Bach and Haydn, you know, most of these other fellows. You might not really hear that in the music of the Nightcrawlers. Their sound was based in ostinato sequencer patterns and spacious, swirling drones, and much of it was improvised. Improvisation, at least to me, especially with synthesizer music, is about 90% of the ballgame, because generally when you improvise, it's as new to you as it is to the people that are hearing it, so it's always fresh, and it entertains you as much as it entertains other people. The Nightcrawlers weren't concerned with stage presence or image. They just wanted to play Tom Gulch. And generally, I mean, I find this music almost all-consuming. I mean, I really am in love with electronic music and synthesizer music. And it's all, you know, it's relaxing and thrilling and interesting all the time to me. Nightcrawlers were musical explorers. They didn't care about fame, they just wanted to plug in, literally. To me, the idea of getting an electrical current and having it come out of a wall socket and having that current processed, manipulated and controlled, and to be able to sit down and make music with the same type of energy that turns on a lamp or you know runs a toaster, to me, is just it's wonderful. You sit down and play with this energy that, in a pure form and create and structure it. I mean, you know, what more could he ask for? The Nightcrawlers dissolved in the early 1990s. Peter Gulch continued to play in collaborations with Stars and radio DJ Chuck Van Zyl for a few more years, and Dave Lunt experimented in some solo projects. Tom Gulch left the planet in 2013 after a protracted period of illness. 
They were part of a glorious time on the Philadelphia music scene. Their original three LPs, Nightcrawlers, Spacewalk, and Shadows of Light, are long out of print on vinyl, as is a CD compilation of those albums traveling backwards. But their music, recorded on cassette, is reborn in a new collection put out by Anthology Recordings, the Biophonic Boombox Recordings. It's released on vinyl, CD, and digitally, but, ironically, not on cassette. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast today. Go to echoes.org to find out more. I'm John DiLiberto. Be sure to keep an eye out for more Echoes interviews at echoes.org or the Echoes newsletter.